Hi everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of Foreign Policy Talks. As you know, that the coronavirus crisis happens in all countries in this world, and based on the world, the meters have reported that uh, almost 3.3 million people have been infected by this deadly coronavirus. It's 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 a lot of people. It's a it's a it's a huge number, and one of the most watched and most observed countries in this world in handling the coronavirus crisis is India. You know that few weeks ago, at a time when there were only a few hundreds of cases, the Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi imposed a nationwide lockdown policies. Many uh, experts, many people in this world are, were a little bit surprised on the readiness and questioning on the readiness of India in implementing the lockdown policies. And we've seen the news that has been around uh, telling us that uh, there's a possibility or, or risk of humanitarian crisis in India and a huge impact to the vulnerable groups like migrants and poor people there in India. So I'm very curious on this issue. and. I'm talking to my new friend Pocket Arya, which is now the research, sorry, the senior research fellow of India Foundation. He is an he's also an economist, so he's definitely a right guy to talk to about uh, what can we uh, know, what can we know about uh, the India's way. Uh, inviting against the coronavirus and how is the leadership of Narendra Modi playing in this regard without further ado let's talk to him hello Prakit how are you doing hi Noto I am very very good it's lovely to talk to you it's lovely to talk to you too. So, in which city are you now? I am based in New Delhi, India. Mm, okay. And yeah. Do you want to update anything uh, from India at the moment on the lockdown situations there? So, we're in day 37 of the lockdown. Um, we have three more days to go as of now. Post the 3rd of May, we're hoping uh, that there will be some restrictions that will be lifted off the lockdown so we're uh, it's looking good for now uh, let's see where it goes but uh, mm. just everyone is locked away at home uh, cases are rising but otherwise mostly everybody is doing okay just praying for everybody to be safe and things to get back to normal very soon great hope you are hope you are staying safe and healthy yeah Parkett. and anyway uh, thank you so much for joining this podcast interview uh, I hope we can learn a lot about India's situation and, and fighting uh, against COVID-19 from you. Thank you. I, I will do my best. Uh, COVID-19 came into India a little later compared to most other countries. And uh, even now, we only have about 25,000 active cases, which isn't a big number compared to our population. Mm. But like everywhere else in the world, it's affected almost every aspect of our lives. Oh, great. 
Uh, Prakit, you know, uh, on the day when the Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi imposed the nationwide lockdown policies, right, to curb the spread of coronavirus, we've seen the lockdown perceived as poorly managed, right, with only a few hours notice. Uh, many news also inform us here in Indonesia saying that the, in India there is a panic buying and even a quote-unquote humanitarian crisis happened, especially among the poor and migrants, right? Can you share the situation on the first few days of the lockdown in India? Okay, so um, on the 22nd of March, uh, our Prime Minister uh, called for a voluntary curfew of 14 hours. This was a Sunday. And um, this was just, this. It, it, it wasn't indicative of whether or not we would be going into a lockdown or no. But two days later on the 24th, um, the Prime Minister announced a lockdown for 21 days in the entire country. So, um, and then this was again, obviously, uh, increased for 14 more days, uh, 19 more days on the 14th of April. So total of 40 days as of now. Um, uh, with regards to the implementation of the lockdown, uh, I wouldn't say it was poorly managed. Uh, the whole idea of doing a one-day practice curfew was to make sure that the administration was ready to deal with how to manage a curfew, make sure people stay indoors. Uh, there were, of course, some teething issues um, with regard, uh, and uh, because of that, I think even after the prime minister announced the lockdown, just two days after, on the 26th, he had to come back and address the nation again and ensure everybody to not panic about essentials, saying that there will be ample food available for everybody and people should avoid self-medication and everybody should stay indoors. It's for everyone's benefit. So there were some teething issues. Uh, with regards to panic buying, I wouldn't say there were there, there was there's panic buying as such. Um, there, there, there's only, I think the only problem we could say is that there is there has been no clear definition as to what an essential commodity is, uh, in my perspective. Apart from that, compared to the rest of the world, um, so India is not a very uh, supermarket-driven uh, economy when it comes to uh, FMCGs, that is fast-moving consumer goods and food grains and food com uh, commodities. Mm -hmm. so, and in fact, about 800 million people out of a population of 1.3 billion are registered with the public distribution system. And they primarily depend on these small grocery stores and fair price shops uh, for you know, to shop their essential items and, you know, food grains and things like that. So with regards to panic buying, I wouldn't say it, it was as much of a crisis as it was made out to be. Probably in some metro cities, yes. But overall, not so much. Um, you, you talked about the humanitarian crisis with regards to migrant laborers. So I think uh, with regards to migrant workers, this was a little unprecedented. Uh, we had almost about 140 million workers that were left uh, stranded in different cities and towns away from their homes uh, with no work and there's by extension no money or food. So, um, so we need to understand uh, how, like, why was there such a big crisis? Uh, in India, the informal economy is huge. It is it is almost next to impossible to be able to quantify the extent of the informal economy in India. Ah. It's, it's, it's a giant economy. 
shadows the real economy and uh, many oh. experts believe mm-hmm. actually yeah. it, you know it, it's really related to my next question right uh, i did a bit research and found that the micro small and medium enterprises sector contributes about 30% of india's gdp uh, i'm sure it's one of the key drivers of the indian economy then right uh, people who okay. are stalling their products work in the informal sectors as you said earlier so in your observation uh, as also an economist in the india foundation how huge is the impact of the coronavirus to this sector in india so um the msmes which are the micro small and medium enterprises um these are these are enterprises that have an annual turnover between 50 million to 2500 million rupees uh, it contributes 30% to our gdp and employs 120 million people in it and then almost 50% of our exports to the rest of the world come from this sector so it's 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 a very important sector mm-hmm. uh, msme the sector has had already been struggling for some time uh, because of a variety of issues it it had unpaid dues from the private sector and even the central and state governments to the tune of 500 billion rupees which is a big amount and uh, with covid-19 obviously they are uh, hit very hard um so there are a lot of uh, measures that are now being put in place um, to tackle the crisis particularly with regards to the msme there's there's talks of a package of uh, package of 100 trillion rupees that has been mooted to help the msmes uh, perform better improve their efficiency because they're not operating at 100% right now there's liquidity crisis and there isn't uh, workers aren't available to work so there are a lot of issues uh, with the msme but um, a lot is being now done to particularly focus on the sector apart from the rest of the economy as well ah uh, i see um so um pocket um the critical problem and challenge of containing the virus in many countries including in indonesia is the lack of coordination uh, between central and local governments in synergizing the measures against the virus and also one more crucial thing is the bad communications to the citizens about what this is actually happened uh, with the coronavirus and so on So what's the experience of India in this case has the state citizen relationship during this pandemic Okay so I think there are two aspects since India is a federal democracy mm-hmm. the relationship between the state and the citizen is important so is the relationship between the central government and the states mm-hmm. uh, with regards to the latter aspect uh, the prime minister has been regularly interacting with all the chief ministers of the states he's had three or four video conferences with them and he's engaging all the stakeholders to understand what's really happening in the country and what needs to be done going ahead taking in suggestions from everyone the, there are daily press briefings and social media is very active you can get help at just with a tweet or you can call helpline numbers that each state has uh, put out there uh with regards to the relationship between the citizen and the state uh, the prime minister has addressed the nation four times in a matter of just one month apart from numerous other video messages mm-hmm. um the same the chief ministers of the states are also doing they've set up uh, news desks that give regular corona updates to everybody on various applications 
and and not just updates and news related to corona they also give us tips to how help boost immunity using ayurveda and also information about you know concerts that popular musicians are doing from their homes and during the lockdown and reruns of other popular tv shows that are happening on tv so it it's it's doing its bit to keep everybody engaged and and i think that's working pretty well mm so uh, so you mean the uh, indian people are supporting the government and uh, in terms of the containment policies or how is how's the response by the by the by the people there i think i think mostly it's been good the the only major criticism of the government uh, with dealing with the crisis was coming back to the issue of migrant workers so there there were migrant workers who were stranded far away from their homes and they started walking hundreds and even thousands of kilometers to get back home even though they were being provided with uh, shelter and food wherever they were situated uh, i think in a time like this psychologically people just want to go back to their houses they they feel safe uh, you know being where they belong from and that took some time to figure out and uh, manage the whole situation but uh, apart from that i think uh, the government has been doing well um, and now it's also focusing on easing restrictions to make sure the economy starts functioning again there isn't total uh, the lockdown doesn't really completely shut off all economic activity so i i would say the uh, citizens are pretty much in favor of the way the government has been handling the crisis mm mm-hmm. uh parker uh, you know uh, world bank has reported that uh, now more million people will be jump into poverty because of this covid right i'm sure india also has that uh, number i don't know how much is it but uh, how does the strategy of indian government in securing the economy of india uh in your point of view is it is it well enough well managed so far right i i give you the case of indonesia we pledge uh, billions of dollars but uh i'm sure that the the media and the uh, businesses here uh criticize that it's not directly affect the you know the the people on the on the small economy for example so how how did how how did, how is it happening in india in terms of the economic package so the i would say the eco- economic fallout is is, is large uh, it it it's a pretty serious situation um to to quote our prime minister initially when he announced the lockdown he 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 said this uh, quote in hindi um, uh, which is jaan hai to jahan hai which literally means if 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 there is life the world exists without without life that the world cannot be there but then he later on changed it and said jaan bhi and jahan bhi which means our life and the world are both important so that marked a definite shift in the way the government was approaching the corona crisis that you have to manage the economy as well because if you do not do that more people are going to die because of hunger and because of being put into absolute poverty the fallout is going to be much larger than what corona could ever do mm-hmm. um in response i think the way government sees is is that this is uh, all crises are an opportunity as well mm-hmm. so um, we've had the central government uh, coming up with a package of 1.7 trillion rupees and then this uh, looks after 
a lot of different sections of the economy. Um, the Reserve Bank of India has also come out with a one trillion rupees package to infuse more liquidity into the economy. Uh, make sure there are adequate funds available for businesses to continue operating. The limits for loans have been increased. Uh, so it's doing a lot that it can, uh, particularly with regards to uh, direct benefit transfers to a lot of people. Uh, 80 million farmers are being uh, credited direct cash of 2000 rupees into their bank accounts by the government. And similarly for different other sectors uh, and workers working in different sections, particularly stay at home women, uh, the government is doing its bit, but um, I think it still needs to figure out a more coordinated approach with the states. And once, uh, once we know after the 3rd of May, the way in which the lockdown is going to be lifted, uh, I think we'll have a better idea of how the government aims to tackle COVID-19 with regards to the economy. Mm, interesting. Uh, it. uh one interesting um, data that I, I got, uh, you know, that the recent poll uh, surveying the world leaders and fighting the virus, the Prime Minister, I mean, Prime Minister Modi has been ranked number one among his world leaders in the fight against the pandemic. You know, yes. it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a bit surprising to me, right? It, uh, you know, uh, my big question is that, uh, of course, I want to know what do you think of this result? And, uh, but one big question for me is that, is it because of the people of India have so much confidence in his leadership and amid this pandemic, even though the number of infection cases is still going upward, right? I mean, uh, this, the survey is not only, you know, surprising, but also, you know, for me, it's quite uh, difficult to understand because in those countries uh, from where the world leaders are coming from, the numbers are still going upward. So what do you think of that? Okay. Um, so I wouldn't say I'm very surprised with the result. I'm, I'm very pleased to be very honest. Um, what we need to understand is with regards to Prime Minister Modi and the kind of um, impact he has on the citizens of India is phenomenal. Um, imagine this, uh, we are in a 40 day lockdown and mm -hmm. To be very honest, uh, we are in a legal gray area. It is it, uh, the lockdown is not uh, can does not have legal validity to say as such. There is a lot of gray area in that because the uh, epidemic uh, disaster uh, epidemic diseases act that we have is from 1897. It's very old, and you cannot classify an epidemic as a natural disaster either. So 1.3 billion Indians are in voluntary lockdown only because the prime minister has appealed to them to stay indoors because it's for the benefit of all. Not just that, um, the way uh, and, and, and an important, another important statistics, statistic with regard to that is that the police to population ratio in India is comparatively very, very low. We have only about 190 policemen to 100,000 people in the population, which is very low. Mm -hmm. So, so this is just saying the fact that this is a voluntary lockdown. One, two, the prime minister has made a lot of effort with trying to get the countries, neighborhood countries together, and deal with the corona crisis collectively as a block. 
he's helped rescue stranded indians from all over the globe uh, there are obviously some still remaining in the gulf countries but uh, he's been very proactive he's been at the front and only at his insistence and the kind of confidence the people have in the prime minister i would say this lockdown has been sustained and even though the cases are continually continually rising we in a population of 1.3 billion people 25000 cases active cases is a very 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 small and minuscule number so i i would say we're, we're doing pretty well and that's been possible because we have a definite and strong leadership in prime minister modi mm awesome so so my my big question is answered by you that uh, it has a pretty much confidence by among the people of india uh, towards the leadership of prime minister modi right so absolutely <laughs> i i'm very glad to hear that uh do you have any message uh you want to say to indonesians uh, the listeners at the moment uh in um, fact yeah please yes so i i would just like to ask everybody to just stay safe stay indoors not to worry uh, this is uh, the holy month of uh, ramzan mm-hmm. so everybody should just take care of themselves uh, if everybody if, if if you get some free time do read about the ayurveda which is uh, it's something the our government is uh, talking about a lot it helps boost your immunity keeps you safe because the corona virus is not going anywhere for a long long time the only way we can be safe is that if we improve our collective immunity and we fight the virus awesome um yep it, yeah it, there's a confidence also uh, from the from your last statement <laughs> so um thank you so much rocket uh, for joining me and this podcast we we really learn a lot from you and we we more understand now how's the situation in india and how's the government is dealing with the economic impact of the of the coronavirus in india i hope um i mean we can learn i mean we can read all um your future articles analysis right uh please Absolutely. please don't don't hesitate to share to me and i'm hopefully i can also share to the to the foreign policy enthusiasts here in indonesia lovely likewise i look forward to interacting with you again noto thank you so much thank you so much goodbye uh, how to say goodbye in indian language <laughs> uh we we can just say namaste oh namaste namaste pocket namaste noto good night good night thank you Hey, so that's my conversation with Pocket Aya to discuss and have a deeper understanding on Indians' situations um, during this pandemic. Let me know, send me comments if you want me to also discuss with uh, some of my friends from other countries to discuss their situations um, at the time of this COVID pandemic. See you in the next episode. Thank you.